Hello, it's the Brian Hornback Experience. This is episode 152. And you should know by now, we have an election coming up, March the 5th, 2024. Early voting starts in a week from tomorrow. I'm taping this, recording this, putting this up on February the 6th. One week from tomorrow starts early vote. That means that when you take your significant other, your boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, whatever, uh, out for Valentine's Day, you can go cast an early vote uh, before you go to dinner uh, because you're not going to beat the crowd. Anyway, the guest that I have right now is running for county commission up in the 8th district. That's my old stomping grounds. That's where I was born and raised. Well, that's where I was raised. And uh, from the time I was in about the second grade until 1992, I have Kara Daly. Kara, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Brian? I'm great. So, Kara Daly. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. So, Kara Daly is kind of from the Gibbs community, maybe just across the Union County line. But you've um, pretty much been in the Gibbs community most all your life. And yes, you went to work at what? 16 at a place called Twisters and what happened there? So started my first job at 16 at Twisters. Back then it was called Twister Shakes and Sundays. Um, and we started there at 16, worked for the Miller family for 13 years through high school and college and kind of made a plan that when they were ready to retire that I would buy both locations and that's what I did about two years ago. And then shortly after that, I opened the third Twisters location on Central Street. That's right. So, so, so both of those Twisters are in the 8th District. One's on, yes, one's on Washington, one's on, Ta one's on Washington Pike, one's on Tazewell Pike. And then you took over uh, or you set up shop in the old Rankin's Restaurant on Central Avenue Pike. Yes, we're celebrating almost two years. Wow. There. It's been, it's been really fun. So the breakfast is the breakfast is breakfast at uh, Twisters is really not that different than what Rankin served, right? Yeah, I think truly the big thing that appealed to me when I got the call that Rankin's was closing, if I wanted to come look, was we had a lot of the same menu items. So it was an easy transition not only for me but for the customers as well. They, you know, still get to come in and enjoy the same things they did at Rankin's. Right. Well, nine times out of ten, when I go to Rankin's or Twisters in the morning, uh, I do wind up with country ham somewhere on my yeah. plate. But anyway, um, and for those of you in Knoxville that are familiar with Pals, uh, I'm not going to say that Twisters has exactly what Pals has, but if you've eaten, if you've eaten a breakfast item from Pals and you got their what what I think they call them cheesy tots, Twisters has them. So yep, that's a big thing for us. People yep. love them. So those are tater tots with a little bit of cheese inside. So I'm not saying that it's the same thing that Pals has, but I'm saying it's the same thing Pals has. Anyway, <laughs> um, so um, you kind of got. I don't want to say you got in the race late. That uh, I, I heard that. I heard that. Well, you've said that. Um, I've heard that mentioned. But you know, just like in business, when you set a deadline, then as long as you meet the deadline, you're not really in it late, right? But anyway, right. 
But you 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 got in the race toward the toward the qualifying deadline, um, and uh, I think you've said that basically there was one person in the race, and you decided to give the district a choice, and then there was three of you. But anyway, just kind of talk about how you decided that um, to give the people they district a choice uh, for Kara Daly uh, for county commission. As I can tell, this is your first time being in politics. This is your first time running in politics. I don't think any of your family are in politics, correct? Correct. This is this is the first. Now, my grandfather, back in, God, it's been a long time ago, he ran for sheriff in Union County. Oh, wow. But that's been, you know, several, several years ago. Right. So, yeah, other than that, that's it. So, I mean, it really is unique in the fact that the 8th District has kind of been represented, um, you know, since uh, Mike McMillan, the school board member, passed away, but his father served from 1966 until he passed away in 92. Mike served from 92 to, like, 2006, then took a little hiatus from 2006 to 2010, and then served on the school board from 2010 until, as I dropped my pen in the floor, um, from 2010 until he just passed away last week. Um, and then there's also been uh, some other consistencies. Uh, so really and truthfully, the 8th District has been represented for a great number of years by just three or four voices. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure that's kind of what brought you into this, in, into offering the 8th District a, a different choice as well, right? Well, yeah, and that's, that's it. We have... Now, a good point that I even tried to make today was if we keep putting the same people on the same type of people in these seats, then we, we're we never going to see change. And I think right now we need some positive change in our community. And, you know, I bring a different perspective to that. I'm very young. I mean, I'm 32 years old. And, you know, I've, I'm invested in our community and our district and with a daughter that goes to school in the district, having the two businesses, and I think I can bring a fresh perspective to commission. Well, that's interesting. Uh, you mentioned your daughter. Your daughter is a, uh, she's at Rita Elementary School, which is in the district. I mean, obviously, you have to live in the district to serve the district, but um, so what do you see as some of the, um, I mean, we'll talk about some of the key issues, but what do you see, of course, school board kind of takes care of school issues, but what, what do you see uh, as some of the most pressing issues for for schools in the 8th District? I think a big thing, not necessarily affecting Rita right now, but I see it in our Gibbs schools, is the capacity. Right. You know, we're, you know I think at Gibbs, and I could be wrong on these numbers a little bit, but they're having very, 
20 classrooms. Whereas mm. at Rita Eden's in like a 19 kid classroom. And, you know, and that's a big thing to me. I want, you know, her to get more one-on-one with the teacher and making, you know, being more involved there. Um, so I think capacity is going to be a big issue, especially as we continue to grow in the county. Well, and, and I think, uh, I mean, obviously down here where I live in Southwest Knox County, we we filled up just about every piece of property. We're we're now doing some postage stamps here and there, but um, residential development has really started to uh, explode, particularly in Gibbs, and then a little bit over into Carter and and the rest of the district. But um, is that I'm assuming that's what's driving the population to to fill up the schools in Eighth District is the fact that they're starting to starting to get sewer, starting to be able to start building um, big subdivisions now, right? Yeah, there's been a lot of subdivisions pop up, especially in Gibbs over the last several years. Um, I've seen that, you know, just being a citizen and being a business owner um, in the district. They're, they're popping up everywhere. And like you said, the growth that's coming, um, District 8 has about... Um, roughly four to 5,000 acres that is set to be developed and used in the growth plan, and which is great. I fully you know, support that, but like we said, that growth and the population increase, that's definitely affecting not only our, our schools, but other things. Well, and, and really that growth plan, uh, I think county commission set to vote on that this month or next month. Uh, that's gonna happen before uh, you get on commission. But um, it's, um, yeah, I, I think um, from what I understand, um, Kim Frazier, the at-large commissioner in seat 11, uh, really kind of went to bat to try to protect some of the rural part of, of the 8th district. Um, and so, I mean, I think, I, think, I think that's helping a little bit, but at the same time, you know, growth's gonna happen. Um, Also, the 8th District has a larger number of um, Knox County Sheriff's Office employees. Um, and, and I know that uh, right there near your Washington Pike, uh, Twisters is, um, is is the detention facility, which obviously holds uh, the greatest number of inmates. Um, but uh, I know you've, you've said in, in uh, places where I've heard you talk uh, that you back the blue. Um, so just kind of talk about the sheriff's department. And then after that, we, we'll kind of talk about, I mean, we've talked about schools, but you know, this last year, the, um, county commission really took care of bringing the salaries up to, uh, up to a, a good level for corrections officers and, and, and the, um, the patrol officers. And then I, I, I'm sure this year, the, uh, sure this year the teachers are going to be wanting something similar, but yeah, just talk about both police and, and school employees and, and where, where they are in your priorities. So definitely, like I've said in a lot of my places that I've spoke is I do back the blue. Um, that is 
dear to my heart. We, I became friends with so many officers coming in and out of the restaurants. I mean, posters is a hub for right, them. Right. Um, there's, I feel like there's always a cop car in one of our parking lots, which I'm glad that they, you know, come and eat and feel okay to do so. And, you know, supporting them, you know, that's going to, that's going to mean a lot. It's going to be, you know, getting, building trust with our communities with them, you know, supporting, you know, making sure they get training and resources that they need. And, you know, and like you said, they just went to bat for the pay increase, which I think was great. And that's something too, you know, that's going to come up again. And um, I'm not against that by any means. Same with the teachers. You know, that was brought up a few weeks ago if I would support a salary increase for them. And sure, I, I think teachers deserve that. And I think the police officers deserve that. Because how do you put a price on someone like for police officers who go and risk their lives every day for us, you know? Right. And um, my biggest thing, yes, I would support it and fight for it, but we have to be smart about it and where we're getting the money and how do we do it. Well, and, I think that's where a lot of creative thinking has to come in play. Right. And, and you have you have a business that has three locations, so you know how to meet a payroll, and you know, uh, and you obviously know how to um, how to balance the books. So, I mean, you have to, at the end of the day, I, I guess you bring that business expertise to the county commission that that you know may or may not be lacking, right? So. Yeah, and I definitely think that's another thing that sets me apart. I mean, I'm. I am very business-minded. I deal with money every day and have for the last 12 years. And, you know, that's and that's what we do. I mean, that's what commissioners do. A lot of is budgeting and right. money. So infrastructure, uh, I know the roads, um, the roads in the 8th District have a tendency to be very long and very narrow. Uh, and as these, as these, as these homes begin to pop up, um, that's going to, you know, at some point they, they're going to have to start widening some roads and, and, and getting them, um, getting them up to speed. Um, so, um, you know, any, any thoughts on that? You know, I definitely think that the roads have to be addressed before we can continue, you know, to put up these subdivisions and these developments and our main roads. I mean, that's the big issue is that's mm -hmm. what everyone's kind of fighting on is, you know, the traffic times and the flow and the accidents that we see down Washington Pike and Tazel Pike. And a good example I gave today was it took me an hour and 15 minutes to get from my home in Gibbs, drop my daughter off at Rita, and get to my Central Street location. Oh, wow. So, I mean, and that's rush hour, that's school right. traffic. I get right. all that. But it's also our population increase. Our well, roads just cannot handle it. And, you know, I actually came through... Um, I was up in quarantine and was coming back around 2.30, 2.45 one day. And boy, something really needs to, they really need to do something with the school traffic at Rita because uh, it, backs, it, backs it backs way up Washington Pike. So um, uh, that's that's interesting. And of course, you know, all the locals know know all the shortcuts to take, right? Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so it's, um, so what are you hearing as you're, as you're out there knocking on doors and as you're, talking to people at communities or have they been receptive to Kara Daly as a as a candidate? Yes, I've, I've been received very well. I'm very thankful for that. Um, 
like I said, I think a lot of people are very interested in, you know, the younger generation, the new perspective, and that's what a lot of people are saying that they want, and that's what they want to see. And the door knocking has been wonderful. Meeting, that's the favorite part about my job at Twisters, meeting all of my customers. So going door to door has been very humbling, and for them to put their trust in me, it's just an insane experience and feel because it truly is just so humbling. Right. Well, you know, you mentioned uh, being 32. Um, Garrett Holt's another one who's uh, just turned 30. So, you know, um, the county has the has the possibility of uh, having two 30-year-olds um, on county commission. Uh, and so I, I do think that brings a unique perspective um, sure. to, the, to, to the dynamic that is the county commission. Because it's not just one person on commission. It's you working with 11 people on commission. Um, so, you know, I, th I think you've obviously done that now in, in your business career. And I think that, that helps you as you run for commission. So um, people can find you on Facebook at elect, uh, well, it's facebook.com, E-L-E-C-T dot Kara, K-A-R-A-D-A-L-E-Y, elect Kara Daily. Uh, she has a, a, a she has a email address, karamdaily at gmail.com. Um, so that's the primary place where people can read about you and send you a message and um, yeah. and get involved in the campaign, right? Yep. Any, if anyone has any questions or concerns, please feel free to reach out. I'm happy to take the time to listen and see what we can get done. Right. Well, I appreciate you being on here, and I'm going to give you the last couple of minutes just to uh, ask those folks that are in the in eighth district to vote for you on March the fifth in the Republican primary. Early voting starts February fourteenth through the twenty seventh. And for those of you in the Gibbs community, uh, well, and in the Carter community, there's an early vote center at Carter, as always. There's an early vote center at New Harvest Park, and this year for this election, there's one in the heart of Gibbs, and it's going to be at Clear Springs Baptist Church. So I guess that means, Carrie, you got to spread your people out even thinner than yes. you're going to. <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot of volunteers going out to hit all of these voting centers. Right. So. so I'll go ahead and let you have the last word and ask everybody for their vote. And I appreciate you being on here. Yeah, thanks. Thanks again for having me, Brian. Now, I appreciate everyone listening. And I truly want to make a difference for our county and for our district. And together, I feel like we can do that. I'll be available as your commissioner to listen to the concerns and take those to heart. And I humbly ask for your vote on election day. Thank right. you. Fantastic. All right. You have a great day and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Thank Brian. you. Bye-bye. Uh -huh.